Strong Opinion Sports is powered by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. Oh my goodness. Good morning, good afternoon. Whatever it is for you, I hope you're having a fantastic day. My name is Zach Schaumler. This is Strong Opinion Sports, episode 578. Welcome in. Today we are talking all about fantasy football, something I have been just recently getting into. I'm probably going to call this episode, Zach Has Never Lost in Fantasy Football, which technically is true, although I'm only 1-0 all time. But I've never lost, and I got made fun of a lot going into, uh, you know, I did a, a kind of a preview episode talking about my team, my first ever fantasy football draft. Everybody made fun of my football team. Guess what? I won by 55 points, the largest margin of victory in my entire league. 16 guys, I'm number one. Ha! We'll see if it lasts. I had some good luck this week, although, you know, I, I had the Dallas Cowboys defense. They dominated. They scored 40 points. But they did score 40 points, yet I won by 55. So, uh, I don't know. And I, I did intentionally draft the Cowboys because I thought their defense was capable of getting a lot of turnovers and touchdowns and sacks. And uh, they did all of that during week one. And I didn't even need their 40 points to win the game this week. So, Ba-bang! All you people who made fun of me suck on that. Probably next week I'll lose by 55, but we'll see. <laughs> I have no idea. I said going into this season for fantasy football, I don't really know what I'm doing. And uh, I feel like what my philosophy was, I'm not going to research what people say you should do. I'm not going to watch fantasy football shows. I'm just going to pick players that I think are going to have a really good year. Hence drafting Calvin Ridley, begrudgingly drafting Deshaun Watson, drafting the Cowboys defense. These players really worked out for me during week one. And, uh, you know, hey, we'll see. Uh, I wanna, if you're watching on YouTube, I can feel there's like water dripping down the back of my neck. My hair is still very wet. I just got back from a day of adventuring, snorkeling at Shark's Cove. Uh, went to a place called the Beach House in Halieva. If you're on the North Shore of Oahu, you should go there sometime. Great teriyaki chicken, uh, teriyaki beef sandwich. Fries are awesome. Um, today's going to be kind of a chaotic, fun episode, I think. It's fantasy football. We can be more relaxed. We can have fun. And uh, this show is kind of, I'm doing it late today because my best friend's cousins are in town and they're here for a week. And I'm like, guys, the only day I can see you is Wednesday. It's jam-packed. It's football season. I'm recording five, six days a week. There's football on the weekends. I got to see them today. It was awesome. When I lived in Hillsboro, Oregon, these are people that I did game nights with. We went out to a country bar called Bushwhackers, had fun dancing there. Lovely people. It was so good to see them. So if the show is a bit late today, please forgive that. I apologize. Um, but again, I needed that. I needed to see my people and have fun. It was a great day. Snorkeling is something that, ah, oh, man, it's so, it's magical. In the warm water, it's so fun. They did spear fishing. I want to do that someday. It looks fun. It's really interesting. I'd love to catch my own fish that way. I've never done you know, the, the fishing rod fishing. I've, I've just never done that. No, no, that's not true. I went deep sea fishing one time with a guide. So I have done that once. I caught like some, some crappy fish I don't even remember. I'd love to catch it with a spear. That would be so interesting and cool. And then fillet it and cook it. That's like a, a life goal for me, a fulfilling idea that is totally achievable for me here in Hawaii. Let's jump in. I got my first ever win in fantasy football. And uh, again, my team scored... 135.76 points. I beat the half chubs who scored 80.76 points. So I won by 55 points. I'm 1-0 this year. All you people who made fun of my football team, suck on that! 
We'll see if it lasts. Again, I had some good luck this week, but you know, um, I won multiple awards on the Sleeper app. I want to talk about that before getting into what happened to my team and who scored what and how the matchup worked out. Here are the awards I won this week on the Sleeper app, the app we use with the Patreon Fantasy Football League. By the way, all the people in the Fantasy Football League, I've only met one of them in person. Logan is a longtime fan of the show. I met him in Hilo, Hawaii one time. It was so cool. He's in the league. The other 14 guys in the league are guys I've never met in real life, but I know pretty well through Patreon. And they're all, to me, I'm going to refer to them as my friend, blah, blah, blah. And these are not people I've met in real life other than Logan. But to me, if you're in the Fantasy Football League, we're chatting all day on the group chat and having so much fun. And they're, they're friends of mine now. To me, that's a friend. We have great engagement. It's so much fun. And I got to say, this, this sleeper app, like group chat for the Fantasy Football League, is making me want to. I, I created the other day a Discord channel for Strong Opinion Sports. I haven't connected it to Patreon yet, but I'd love to make it like a perk on Patreon because it's just it's so fun and it's a cool way to give people more value through Patreon. And uh, man, the group chat on pay, on 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 the Sleeper app is awesome. I'd love to have that same experience with more fans of Strong Opinion Sports and get to do that that way. That would be really fulfilling. Anyway. Here are the awards I won this week during fantasy football. I got the biggest blowout, which is the largest margin of victory. I won by 55 points this week. Booyah, baby, let's go. Um, I was the highest scorer in the league. I was the overachiever. I overachieved my projected point total by 30%. I had the best quarterback, quarterback of the week. Deshaun Watson scored the most points of any quarterback who started in the fantasy league this week. That's amazing. And I had... The defense of the week. So again, all you people who made fun of my draft picks, I think, let me be clear. I am, I understand why my draft looked kind of weird. I bet on Jameer Gibbs, a rookie running back doing well. My second running back's kind of crappy. But there's 16 people in our league. Nobody has a perfect team. Nobody has a perfect team full of great players all across the board. Everyone had to make a concession here or there. And everyone's hoping that things work out well. And unlike a league where you play with like six people, where it's just loaded every week, there are good free agents available. The free agency in my fantasy football league is garbage. There's nobody good available. Like we were lucky. Puka Nakua went off for the Rams, was a huge waiver wire player. Like, oh my God, there's a player available who no one has. But for the most part, man, there is our free agency uh, in this league is, is totally nothing. There's nothing good, nothing good available. And that's because every team has got every player they possibly can. And a lot of these teams also have weaknesses on their team similar to mine. Because in a league this big, you just can't have every great player across the board. All right, guys, as I am ending the show, I realize I didn't leave any opportunities for an ad read. And we got to have two in this episode. So uh, without further ado, if there's a cut here, it's because I got to snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options from spreads, player props, overs and unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com Boston. That's FanDuel.com slash Boston, and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Hope is here. First online real money wager only. 
$10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling helpline ma.org or call 1-800-327-5050 for 24-7 support. Play it smart from the start. GameSenseMA.com or call 1-800-GAM-1234. Pay the bills. I chose to start Nico Collins as my flex. I was gonna originally start my tight end Dalton Kincaid. Dalton Kincaid, the rookie tight end in Buffalo. I think he's gonna have a great year. He had a pretty decent week, week one. But that was a smart move because I, I benched Dalton Kincaid. I made... Nico Collins, the number one receiver in Houston, my starter at Flex, he had 14 points. Dalton Kincaid had 6.6 points. So I feel like that was the right move. It was the right move. It gave me eight extra points. And, uh, you know, I think a wide receiver one in Houston with not a great quarterback on kind of a bad team is still a player who's going to generate more points week to week because of the sheer amount of targets he's going to get. They got a young quarterback, but they're going to target Nico Collins a lot. And with the rookie tight end, Dalton Kincaid, that's a player that in the second half of the year, hey, that could become a really good starter. But I'm learning already that tight ends are just not very valuable in fantasy football. Even the best, I had George Kittle. He gave me like four points this week, right? Just even the best tight ends in football, just not high scoring fantasy players. But to me, um, having a rookie tight end, Dalton Kincaid, who I wasn't even sure if he was going to start, felt like a mistake to start in week one, kind of. A player I think has potential, but we'll see and let it play out. And maybe by the end of the year, Dalton Kincaid is instead my starting flex player. But so far, he has not cracked the starting lineup. Let's talk about my quarterback. Deshaun Watson, my quarterback, the player. I'm going to say this one last time. I feel like I need to mention it every time I bring up Deshaun Watson. I drafted him. It happened. Here's the thing. Deshaun Watson doesn't benefit at all from me having him in fantasy football. Um... And I, you know, if you're mad about that, I'm sorry. I don't mean to hurt anybody, but he was a player available. I'm trying to win my league. And so I drafted him. Deshaun Watson scored 21.68 points. He had two touchdowns. He threw for one. He ran for one. 154 yards passing, 45 yards rushing, had a two-point conversion. Of all the quarterbacks in my league who started, Deshaun Watson was the guy who scored the most points. That felt pretty good. Getting criticized a lot for drafting him. That's a bad pick. Your team sucks. And then I had the best quarterback in the league this week. That felt pretty good. And I drafted him because, not because I like him, because I'm rooting for him. I drafted him because I think he's going to have a good year. Whether you like that or not, I think Deshaun Watson's going to have a really good year in Cleveland. And to me, this was kind of an average game for him. It was horrible weather had an interception and they got tipped. Like, he did not have a great game, and he still was high scoring because he can run, he can throw, he's going to score a lot of touchdowns, and he's on a really, really good football team. But I specifically drafted him because I think it's really valuable in fantasy to have a quarterback who can run and throw. You're getting extra yards that a quarterback like Jared Goff simply is not going to provide. Now, it was a very weird week for my team, though, because I had Deshaun Watson, the Browns quarterback, playing against basically the entire rest of the Browns' offense. My opponent had Nick Chubb at running back, Amari Cooper at receiver, and David Njoku at tight end, the three other great players on that Browns football team. And so I was watching the Browns game in a weird way. Like, I 
most importantly to me, honestly, I just wanted the Browns to win because I predicted they would go 13 and four. I don't want to look dumb. And I would rather be right as an analyst than win in fantasy football, if I'm totally honest. Like, if the fantasy league goes horrible, I don't really care. I'm doing the best I can, having fun with it. What's more important to me is my analysis of football in general. But I will admit, I was watching the Browns-Bengals game week one, hoping for, you know, Deshaun Watson to throw for a ton of yards, but also hoping he didn't throw to David Njoku or Amari Cooper. And it was really, really funny. It actually kind of happened. Heshmi, who a friend I was playing against this week, he sent me a message. He said this word for word. That was really cool when Nick Chubb ran it to the two-yard line and then Deshaun Watson threw a touchdown to the backup tight end. So his running back, Nick Chubb, didn't get a tight end. David Njoku, Amari Cooper, they didn't get a touchdown. I said tight end. I meant touchdown. So Nick Chubb didn't get a touchdown. The receiver, the tight end, didn't get a touchdown. But instead, Deshaun Watson got a touchdown that didn't benefit my opponent because he threw to the backup tight end. That's amazing and hilarious, and I love that. And again, Deshaun Watson, 21.68 points, fifth most of any quarterback during week one. My opponent, by the way, Heshmi, love you, man. His backup quarterback was Anthony Richardson, who actually scored more points than Deshaun Watson, but was on his bench. Anthony Richardson scored 21 points, but 21.92, slightly higher than Deshaun Watson. But instead, Heshmi started Daniel Jones, which is so unfortunate. Daniel Jones had 6.46 points. It was a rough day for Daniel Jones. He got destroyed by Dallas. 104 yards passing, two interceptions, 43 yards rushing. A really bad day for him. And it's also funny, as you look across the league with quarterbacks in in this week, um, you know, Phoenix Fife had Tua, who had over 28 points, the most of any quarterback. But Phoenix didn't start Tua. He started Josh Allen, who had four turnovers against the Jets defense, and Josh Allen only scored 12 points. That's a rough day. By the way, Phoenix Fife, he lost. He only scored 58 points on the day. His team name is now only 58 points. It's hilarious, and I think that's funny. Um, And I've noticed in this league... People are regularly changing their team name depending on how their team is doing and what happens week to week, and I absolutely love that. Uh, Florida man in the league. He had Mac Jones on his bench. Mac Jones scored 25.14 points behind Jalen Hurts was a starter. Jalen Hurts scored 12.50 points. Florida man lost as well. So people had quarterbacks who scored better points than Deshaun Watson on their team, but they didn't start him, right? They had some bad luck. Jalen Hurts had a bad week. Um, Josh Allen had a bad week. We'll talk about Sam, uh, uh, Colburn later. His name is Colburn, right? Sam Colburn. Yes. Who, uh, Sam Colburn had a brutal loss this week in fantasy football. It's going to be hilarious. Uh, Jarvis in this league had Jordan Love. Jordan Love was, um, you know, he lost, first of all, Jarvis lost by less than six points. So Jarvis had a really close game, but unfortunately he started, Justin Fields, who had 15.54 points, and benched Jordan Love, who had 23 points on the day. That decision cost Jarvis a win. And I'm not trying to roast my league mates here, but it's pretty funny to have Jordan Love be your start, be your backup when he scores a ton of points. I believe second most of any quarterback in fantasy football. I think third behind Mac Jones of any quarterback in fantasy football this week. But start Justin Fields and lose because of it. That's the difference in a win and a loss. If he just started Jordan Love, he would have won, and that sucks. Sorry, Jarvis, not trying to roast you, 
It's just kind of funny and some bad luck. Uh, so again, my quarterback battle, I won. He had Daniel Jones. I had Deshaun Watson. Daniel Jones had a horrible week. Deshaun Watson had not a great week. I think he'll have much better weeks as the year goes on. More touchdowns, fewer turnovers, and throw for more yards. But still, good enough for Zach to win the matchup and uh, ultimately win this week. Now, my opponent, Heshmi, did something I very thoroughly expected he would do. He did better than me at running back. The weakness in my fantasy team this year is the running back position. My running backs are Jameer Gibbs and Isaiah Pacheco. I did, before week one, add Chargers number two running back Joshua Kelly. And unfortunately, I should have started Joshua Kelly. He had 15.1 points, but I left my most productive running back on the bench. Here is how he did. Heshmi had Nick Chubb, who had 16.7 points, and Brian Robinson, the Washington running back, who had... 13.6 points. My running back, Shamir Gibbs, had 8 points, and Isaiah Pacheco had 9.4 points. Not a good day. I lost both matchups. Both my running backs played on Thursday Night Football, which was interesting because I watched that game differently. Like, I was more engaged watching both of my running backs play each other, hoping they would both have a lot of points and score and do well. Unfortunately, Shamir Gibbs, I think, has potential. I really believe in him. The couple times he had the ball, he looked explosive and fast, but got tackled. And I think that as the year goes on, Jameer Gibbs will get better and become a higher, more productive player. Isaiah Pacheco is just, he's a bad backup. I'm doing the best I can. As far as backups go, and as far as number two running backs go in fantasy football, um, I have probably the worst number two back. A lot of guys have like McCaffrey and Austin Eckler on the same team, stuff like that. I have a running back who Jameer Gibbs could be dyna- could become dynamic, but we're kind of waiting on that. And Isaiah Pacheco, a guy who has had better games than he had week one, but really not the best fantasy running back you could possibly have. Now, uh, again, Joshua Kelly, my best running back, 15.1 points. I don't know that he's going to have a great week every week, but I will watch that. And if by like week four or five, he's killing it and Isaiah Pacheco just isn't good enough, I'm going to bench Isaiah Pacheco for Joshua Kelly. I feel good about having Joshua Kelly on my team, though, because if Austin Eckler, the starting running back in L.A., gets hurt, that's going to be a lot of carries and a lot of opportunities for Joshua Kelly in an offense with Kellen Moore, an offensive coordinator, who's going to run the ball a ton and run it well. So Joshua Kelly, that's a good value player as my number three running back. He could very easily be elevated to my one of my starting running backs this year in the league. But uh, again, Joshua Kelly, 16 carries, 91 yards, one touchdown, over 15 points, and I left him on my bench. That is painful, not very fun. Now at receiver, Calvin Ridley, my number one receiver, had eight catches for 101 yards and a touchdown. That gave me 24.1 points. People made fun of that pick, saying that was stupid and wrong. Um, Guys, I think you may not realize, I mean, I I don't know fantasy football very well. I'm new to fantasy football. But I know the game of football. Like, I'm not an idiot. I don't understand why people, they're not exactly identical. The things that make you good in fantasy are not necessarily the same things that make you good in real, actual football. But regardless of what you believe about my team, I knew that Calvin Ridley was going to have a good year this year. Week one, eight catches, 101 yards, one touchdown, People made fun of that pick. He was the sixth highest scoring receiver week one. And I think he is consistently going to have 100-yard games and probably a touchdown 
nearly every week. I think that's a realistic goal. Uh, he's going to have a lot of yards. He's in a weak division with a good quarterback. And I think people made fun of the Calvin Ridley pick because he didn't play last year and they don't, people don't have vision to see what a player can become. I think people draft in fantasy unwilling to roll the dice, expecting a player to work out because they draft a player based on what they've done in the past. And Calvin Ridley, I just really believe he's going to have a great year playing with Jacksonville and a really fun offense and weak division. And so far one weekend, I was right about that. The other receiver I rolled the dice on was Odell Beckham Jr. He did not have a great week. He had like, I don't even know what his stats were. They were awful. He had 5.7 points. He did not work out for me. And we're holding out hope uh, that OBJ can be better. I'm going to keep him as a starter for now. But he might be a player I have to bench later in the year. I'm hoping he can return to form like he did with the Rams and look really good two years ago when he started for them and helped them win a Super Bowl. But he's coming off a torn ACL. And so far, OBJ has been a pick that I was wrong about. We'll see. It's only one week. But Lamar Jackson didn't throw the ball a ton or particularly well week one. Mostly the Ravens won running the football on the ground against Houston. Um, and I just, I'm going to kind of hold OBJ, kind of wait and see how Odell Beckham Jr. does this year. And it's a player I haven't given up hope on maybe eventually getting better. Now, Heshmi, who I played, had Garrett Wilson at receiver. Garrett Wilson had 14.4 points, four catches, 34 yards, and a touchdown um, I think he could have scored more. He kind of had bad luck because Aaron Rodgers, his quarterback, got hurt four plays into the game. So that's bad luck for Hesh that um, Garrett Wilson didn't have his number one quarterback, Aaron, throwing him the football. Uh, and it's kind of bad luck for the rest of the year for him because now Zach Wilson's throwing him the football. I think Zach Wilson's still going to target Garrett Wilson a ton. That's just what you should do. Garrett Wilson's an incredible player. And God, he had the sweetest catch ever on Monday Night Football where Zach Wilson threw literally a terrible throw and a fade ball, threw it way too far inside. Garrett Wilson tips it to himself and adjusts and makes up for the bad throw. That's just incredible. And then Heshmi's other receiver, Amari Cooper, who plays with my quarterback, only had 6.7 points in a game. Three catches, 37 yards, a game with a lot of rain. And I just say thank you to my quarterback, Deshaun Watson. Hey, thank you for having a fairly decent game and barely getting Amari Cooper the football. We love that. It helped me win this week. Now, at tight end, my tight end is George Kittle. He uh, he had 4.9 points, and I didn't have a great game. You know, he, he didn't really do much. I'm hoping George Kittle can be better, but as I looked at tight end scores across the league in fantasy football, just they're not scoring very many points. Tight ends are a position that I have accepted. Running back and receiver are more valuable than tight end. Unfortunately, I drafted two tight ends earlier in the draft, and I didn't prioritize my number two running back enough. I think I can get lucky by adding jo uh, Joshua Kelly, the backup running back in the Chargers, who could become still a high-scoring player, the same way Tony Pollard was, the number two back in Dallas last year, uh, and still did well. Tony Pollard ran for a hundred uh, for a thousand yards last year, even though technically Ezekiel Elliott was a number one back. Um, you know, I, in fact, last year they had the same Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard were coached by Kellen Moore, who is the offensive coordinator now, who was last year in Dallas and is now Joshua Kelly's offensive coordinator in LA with the Chargers. So I think the LA Chargers could have a two back set. I think picking up Joshua Kelly could be a big brain move for Zach that could really benefit me later down the road. 
now my tight end, George Kittle, 4.9 points. Heshmi's tight end, David Njoku, 4.4 points. Technically, I won that matchup, but neither tight end did very much. My flex, Nico Collins, had 14 points. He had six catches for 80 yards. He is the number one receiver in Houston. I think Houston's going to have a rough year, not be very good. But good news is Nico Collins could still put up some decent points as the year goes on. My flex got 14 points. My opponent's flex was DJ Moore, the Bears receiver. The Bears offense did not look good. Justin Fields, their quarterback, did not look good. DJ Moore only had 4.5 points. He had two catches for 25 yards. Hallelujah. Another matchup I won and uh, made it easier for me to win this week. My kicker, the Jaguars kicker, Brandon McManus, had eight points. One field goal was four for four, kicking extra points. Um, Eight points on the day, solid for a kicker. His kicker, Greg Zerline, was the Jets kicker. Still is the Jets kicker. Uh, He had 11 points. He was three for three kicking field goals and had uh, one extra point, was one for one there. So I narrowly lost by three points the kicker matchup, but still close enough that I was competitive. And then his defense scored three points. He had the Denver Broncos defense. Um, They had one interception. They allowed 17 points, three points. That's okay. My defense, as we know, is the Dallas Cowboys defense. They had absolutely the very best defense, defensive performance, I guess, all week. And, And technically, it's their defense and their special teams in Dallas. They scored 40 points. And I want to be very clear about this. I won by 55 points. Even if the Cowboys did nothing, I still would have won week one, so I feel great about that. But let's just talk about what the Cowboys defense did. They destroyed and shut down Daniel Jones on the Giants offense. They had two interceptions, zero points allowed, seven sacks, three forced fumbles. One of them was a fumble recovery. Two defensive touchdowns, one on a, I guess two, one defense, one special teams, but they all count. So a blocked field goal for a touchdown and a pick six. They blocked a field goal, which gives me more points. So all around, my defense absolutely dominated. They're not going to do that every week, but I do believe the Cowboys defense will be a high-scoring defense week to week and uh, a good help to me as the year goes on. So I won. I dominated. Zach has never lost in fantasy football. Welcome to my world. Uh, Again, people made fun of me. And I acknowledge, I don't know fantasy football that well. My values were a bit skewed. I should have valued the running back position more, the receiver position maybe more, not taking the risk on Odell Beckham Jr. I probably was dumb drafting Dalton Kincaid. Although I think by that point, there were a lot of great players available anyway. Again, you got 16 teams in my league. It's so, there's so many people taking players that you're not going to have a perfect team across the board anywhere in my league. But we got to talk about Sam Colburn, a guy that I kind of, during Fantasy Football Episode 1, I kind of labeled Sam Colburn as the arch nemesis of the league, right? I really wanted George Pickens. He had him. We tried to make a trade happen, and it didn't work out. By the way, thankfully, George Pickens had a terrible week one. And hey, Sam, if you ever want to trade Odell Beckham Jr. for George Pickens, trade is on the table. I'll, I'll take that trade all day. I really believe in George Pickens. Hey, He had a terrible week, week one. His trade value is all-time low. Give me George Pickens. I'll take him. But let's make fun of Sam a little bit. Lovingly. We love Sam. He's awesome. I said Sam was probably the most likely person to win the league. He had Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. uh, George Pickens. 
Good running back, DeAndre Swift. Week one, Sam had a brutal, brutal week. We know what happened to Aaron. We'll get to that in a moment. But Sam played my friend Logan. Sam lost 76.4 to 77.78. I mean, he lost by a point. It's so uh, just barely more than a point, technically, I guess. Um, And there were two brutal things that allowed Sam to lose. First of all, his number one running back, DeAndre Swift, gave him 1.3 points. Literally one carry for three yards. If he has any more, if the running back, DeAndre Swift for the Eagles, does literally anything more than have one carry for three yards, Sam Colburn wins week one. Then on top of that, to add insult to injury, his starting quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, gave him zero points. He tore his Achilles four plays into the game, was 0 for 1 passing. Uh, I think technically 0 for 2. Um, and, I mean, look, if Aaron Rodgers even plays an entire first series and gets hurt in the second series of the game, I think even then, Sam Colburn would have beat Logan. But instead, bad luck. His running back gave him one point. His quarterback gave him zero points. It's just hilariously bad luck from Sam Colburn. Dude, you lost, buddy. Guess what, Sam? Sam, I'll take George Pickens. And by the way, I'm 1-0. You're 0-1. I'm undefeated, baby. You haven't won a game this year. What's up, Sam? Hey, I can't wait till we play each other. Do we play each other this year? I hope that happens. Again, I don't think I'm going to play everyone in the league, given how many people we have in the league. I would love to play Sam. That would be just fun. Just whether I win or lose, it'll be fun to make fun of and talk about it. Um, Let's talk about, I want to share the standings after week one. And uh, it'll give us an opportunity to also share the team names. But as we do fantasy football every week, I'm going to share the standings every week, update them and update the change team names. Some of these are are vulgar and some are going to get even more vulgar as a year goes on, I would imagine. Um, Hey, guys in the league. Hey, please. I have to read your team name out loud. In fact, hey, use this as an opportunity to make fun of me. Zach sucks balls. Do stuff like that. Make your team name something I'm going to have to read out loud. Make fun of me. Zach's curly hair is dumb. Uh, I hate black shirts, Zach. Do, do, make your team name that because I'm going to read it out loud guaranteed on the show every week. Uh, but can we can we avoid like the really horrendous, horrific things I don't want to say? Like, don't come up with, oh, here's a great word. I hear it on another podcast I listen to all the time. Eldritch words. I don't want to hear horrible, awful words that I can't say on YouTube. If you do it, I'm just going to bleep them out. So um, we got one bad word here. It's a a potty word we'll call it on YouTube. I'm just going to say it. I'm going to risk it. I'm going to say a swear word, guys. But I think we're all adults. It's fantasy football. Let's go through the standings in the league this year. So far after one week, guess who's on top? Guess who's on top? One week into fantasy football after everybody made fun of him. Zach Schaumler. My team is 1-0. They are first in the uh, the standings with 135.78 points for. So my team, we're in the lead, baby. Hey, y'all made fun of me. I'm 1-0. Never lost. Never lost in fantasy football so far in my career. Undefeated all time. I'm going to get Maybe I'll, I'll either call the episode today. Zach has never lost in fantasy football, which I think is a hilarious real title. Or Zach is undefeated all time in fantasy football. Either one is hilarious, and I just love that. Uh, second in the league this week, Bartalicious, which is a it's kind of a clunky name, Bart. You, can you do better than that? I think you can. Uh, third is Cup Snakes, another clunky name. Fourth is No Punt Intended. We love that. 
Fifth is my favorite name in the entire league. It's Jackson's Prison TikTok, making fun of Jackson Mahomes. That's great. Sixth is About to Calm, which is a reference to the Washington Commanders. He's got a Commanders jersey in his profile, but About to Calm. You can do better, I think. Number seven in seventh place is How'd That Get Up There? I don't even know what that is, but it's just kind of average. Eighth is Addison Vet Services. I think that's a reference to... You got Jordan Addison on your team. That is my friend Logan. Again, Addison Vet Services, because I kind of mumbled through that. He is in eighth place. In ninth place, another great name, 24-7 Ass ETN Season. Again, Ass ETN Season after Travis ETN, the running back reference to him uh, for the running back for the Jaguars. Again, 24-7 Ass ETN Season. What a great name. I love that. Hey, man, well done there. Uh, he is in ninth place. Number 10th, uh, I guess in 10th place in the league, is dbomb.com, a reference to Debo Samuel. In 11th is Children of Analytics. In 12th is a favorite Patreon name of mine, Just Another Florida Man. I think that's, please never change that. That's just a phenomenal name. That's a job well done. Just Another Florida Man is very self-descriptive. It's very awesome. It really hits the nail on the head. Um, 13th, the team I beat this week. They were called the Raging Chubs. That was originally their team name. After losing to me, the largest uh, largest loss of any team in the league, they went from the Raging Chubs to the Half Chubs, which is hilarious. I love that change in the team name. Well done, my friend Heshmi. Uh, and 14th, we've got the Shit List, which I don't really know. I mean, I, I maybe it's a reference to the Hit List. Maybe I'm not sure what it is. It's just making fun of yourself, saying you got a bad team, I guess. Um, in 15th, we've got... Manziel's Film Tutors, which, hey, well done. It's a great name. If you watch the documentary Untold on Netflix, you learned Johnny Manziel didn't watch any film in his career as an NFL player, basically. He literally goes, I watched zero film. So uh, that's a great reference there. And then 16th is 58 points, dot, 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 which, um, not great. So, uh, hey, guys, those are the team names. Again, I want to go through the team names one more time, give kind of some awards, the guys who have good names and then the ones that need to be worked on. Because, hey, hey, guys, fellow people in the league, I'm sure you're listening. I, I would, if I was in a fantasy football league and one of the guys in the league was doing a podcast about it, roasting everybody, I would have to watch. I would have to listen. By the way, they're all people part of the Patreon. They like the show and usually listen anyway. So, guys, um, Jackson's Prison TikTok, great name. I love that. 24 Ass ETN season, great name. Please never change that. Uh, hey, just another Florida man. I like that. The Half Chubs is funny. Manziel's Film Tutors is great. Those guys, I don't know how many that was, five, something like that. You guys have great names. Here are the guys you can do better. Again, realize if you're in the league, I'm going to read your team name out loud. You have a prime opportunity to make me say dumb stuff out loud. Use it. Please use it. Here are the team names that could be better. Bartalicious. Cup snakes. Oh, you know what? No punt intended. I want to add that to the good list. No punt intended. Solid name. I like that. You can change it if you want, but pretty solid. About to calm. You can do better. It's, it's funny. I get it. It's a commander's reference, but uh, it's clunky. Could be better. How'd that get up there? What are we doing here, guys? How'd that get up there? What kind of name is that? And in fact, if there's a reason for the reference and you want to keep it, let me know. But how'd that get up there? It's just kind of a crappy name. I think you can do better. Addison Vet Services. Logan, what are we doing, man? Logan, you can do better. I Please, I know you can do better. Debomb.com is fine. You can do better. Children of Analytics is kind of boring. The shit list is awful. 
58 points. I, I, I'll, I'll say that's okay because you're making fun of yourself. It's self-deprecating saying your team had a horrible week. You're last in the league. Um, I, I'll allow it, but you can do better as well. Now, my team name is a controversial one for sure. If you notice, I haven't said my team name the entire episode. I went out of my way to not do that because I know it's something that's going to make people angry probably. Um, and I'm not entirely comfortable with it. I'm not sure I like my team name. But currently, my team name is something that someone suggested in the YouTube comments, and I was like, oh, you know what? I'm not sure if that's a good move. I don't want to get canceled. I love my career. I love talking about sports. So please, if you're offended, I have an open mind. Let me know. But I'm not trying to offend anybody. I'm not trying to make fun of anything. I just do think, hey, it's kind of an interesting name. It's kind of funny. So uh, someone commented after I drafted Deshaun Watson, hey, there's a team in the NHL called the Nashville Predators. And you know what Deshaun Watson is? He's a predator. And so uh, he suggested I name my team the Serial Predators after Deshaun Watson, my quarterback, a horrible inspiration. So I did just that. My team is the Serial Predators. I'm not sure if it's good. Um, I, I think it's got potential to be funny. But, you know, we're rolling the dice here. It's either hilarious or terrible, and it might be in bad taste. So if it's terrible... I got an open mind. I'm not married to it. I feel like I got to say all that to not get myself. I don't want to be canceled. I love my job. It's fun. But uh, my logo is a Cheerios bowl. The cereal predator, predators, the, the logo is a Cheerios bowl. However, there's a twist here. Some of the Cheerios are actually Deshaun Watson's face. The cereal predators, guys. I don't know if it's good or not. Uh, might be in bad taste. But so far, again, in all of my time, in my my experience, all time in fantasy football, the time I have been playing fantasy football, which doesn't matter how long it's been, I have never lost in fantasy football, you guys. I'm undefeated. Never lost. Never lost. And uh, right now, undefeated. Here's what's going to happen. Next week, the Serial Predators take on Jarvis. His team name is The Shit List. I know you can do better. That's not a great name. All right, guys. Um, I forgot to, during the show, leave any room for an ad read. I was flowing. I was having so much fun. So if there's a cut here, it's because I got to insert an ad. We got to pay the bills. So uh, take a listen. Hey, guys. Uh, it's kind of a big deal here. I'm actually trying to help you. So don't skip the ad. I know that when you listen to a podcast, you skip ahead. I know that because that's what I do. But don't skip this one. We got Factor as a sponsor, and I was sitting down to prepare my little ad read. They give, you know, I, I write a piece of paper with a bunch of notes, and I'm like, okay, what are they offering? What's the deal here? Usually, it's like 10 to 20%. You're like, okay, factor.com slash SOS, whatever. And uh, no, no, no. They are offering 50% off to Strong Opinion Sports listeners, and here's what they are. They are, Factor is a meal kit service. You can get 50% off. Go to factormeals.com slash SOS50 and use code SOS50. And uh, straight up on a human level, if you'd be kind of silly not to investigate. It's a great deal. Factor is a meal kit service. They send you ready-to-eat meals. Uh, they're easy to prepare. For me, they showed up in a box with a bunch of high-quality ice packs. You take them out of the box. You put the, the meal kits in the fridge. And when you want food, you go to the fridge. You take it out. You put the thing in the microwave. You heat it up. Two minutes later, you've got a really good meal ready to go. Now... The microwave part made me kind of go, what is this? Is it a bunch of TV dinners? Like, what is this crap? No, no, no. This is phenomenal food. It's high quality. It's never frozen. And compared to all the other options you can have for a quick and easy meal, it kind of kicks booty and is phenomenal. So what I really think is interesting, too, there's so many ways to customize your order, whether you are 
maybe you're on a diet and you're like, hey, I'm trying to cut calories. There are low calorie options. Or maybe you just want really good food that's easy to make and doesn't take 30 minutes to an hour out of your time cooking during the day. Like for me, I'm really busy with football season and it's an incredibly valuable thing for me to go to my fridge, grab a really good meal, pull it out, put it in the microwave. Two minutes later, I've got a good meal ready to go. I saved a lot of time. It's cheaper for you and better than takeout or delivery. I used to drive for a delivery service. Guys, those prices are not good compared to this. Um, So again, it's just nice to have the fridge loaded with high quality, good meals that are easy to prepare. And you can get 50% off of this meal kit service. Do the math. That's a really good offer. So head to factormeals.com slash SOS50 and use code SOS50 to get 50% off. That is factormeals.com slash SOS50. Use code SOS50 to get 50% off. Again, code SOS50 at factormeals.com slash SOS50 to get 50% off. And uh, guys, it's a great offer. You would be silly. I'm trying to help you. Like that would be a great thing to investigate because it's legitimately a great deal. Food's expensive right now. And having food that's great and convenient and not terrible for you is a rare thing. So investigate it, factormeals.com slash SOS50. So in week two next week, the Serial Predators take on Jarvis. His team name is The Shitless. Jarvis, I know, I know you can do better. You can come up with a better name than that. His quarterback is Jordan Love. His running backs are Kenneth Walker and James Conner. James Conner is in Arizona. His wide receivers are Atlanta receiver Drake London, who had a bad week one, and Zay Jones, who is in Jacksonville. His tight end is Travis Kelsey. I imagine he's going to play this week, which is bad news for me. Travis Kelsey goes off every week. He'll probably have like five touchdowns and make me lose. Um, His flex is Bill's receiver is Gabe Davis. His kicker is Bill's kicker, Tyler Bass. And he has the Browns defense. Honestly, it's a good matchup. One that I should probably be wary of. Jordan Love last week scored more points than my quarterback. Travis Kelsey is going to score a lot of points in fantasy this week. The Browns' defense is really dang good. They're similar to what the Cowboys can do as far as getting after the quarterback and creating turnovers. Um, you know, I see a matchup here. I'm I'm a bit worried. I'm not going to lie. I think my receiver room is probably better, and my quarterback could have a better week. Um, you know, uh, Jordan Love plays the Atlanta Falcons' defense, which isn't easy. My quarterback plays the Pittsburgh Steelers, but it's going to be very fascinating. Right. Um, You know, and the two defenses. So my defense, the Dallas Cowboys play Zach Wilson. That's going to be awesome for me. But his defense plays Kenny Pickett, who had a horrible week one. And there's even speculation. Kenny Pickett was so bad. People are speculating that Kenny Pickett might have had a concussion while playing. That's how bad he played and out of character he was. But still, if week one was any indication, the Browns defense is really good and Kenny Pickett was not good. So it's going to be, I think, a really tight, really interesting matchup between me and Jarvis. And uh, I respect his team. We'll see what happens. It's going to be really fun to cover next week. But guys, that is all I have for today. I love you. I appreciate you. I hope you have a great week. And I will talk to you later.